Did you know that we're exposed to thousands of commercial messages every day? And are you aware that consumers tend to trust what influencers say about brands much more than what brands say about themselves? When brands need to cut through the noise and reach consumers, influencer channels offer an unrivaled space to create genuine, meaningful dialogue and connect directly with consumers on their terms. Welcome to Influencer Marketing Talks, a podcast brought to you by Cure Media, a leading influencer marketing company for fashion brands. This is your weekly podcast to understand more about influencer marketing and why it's such a powerful channel when it comes to building trust in your target group. Every Wednesday, we'll cover topics such as how to build a successful influencer marketing strategy, how to measure the effects, the role of influencer marketing in the overall media mix, and of course, the latest trends and insights on what's up in the influencer marketing and social media sphere. And we know you're busy, so every episode is right around 15 minutes. Perfect to tune into on your morning walk, during your morning routine, or on your way to and from work. Join us and our expert guests to stay up to date and take your marketing strategy to the next level with influencer marketing. The world's fastest growing marketing method. I'm Sana Oudmark. And I'm Frida Ekholm. And this is Influencer Marketing Talks. Welcome to Influencer Marketing Talks, brought to you by Cure Media, the leading influencer marketing company for fashion brands. This is your weekly podcast to learn more about influencer marketing and social media in right around 15 minutes. I'm Sana Oldmark, head of marketing at Cure Media, and in this week's episode I talked to Hanal Rashid about the important, even life-saving role that social media plays today. Hi, Hannah, and welcome to the podcast. Hi, thank you. It's great to be here. So happy to have you here. And before we jump into today's topic, can you tell the listeners a little bit more about you and who you are? Sure. So uh, my name is Hannah Rashid, and I started my own company uh, last year, actually in the beginning of Corona. Uh, and uh, <laughs> I'm a digital strategist. Uh, and what I do is basically that I help uh, my clients to reach next level in social media. So how they communicate a strategic plan. And I also do a lot of lecturing and I uh, hold courses uh, mm. um, at Bergsk School of Communications here in Stockholm, which is uh, one of the most famous communication schools actually in the world. Uh, so yeah, that's basically what I do. I help them reach next level in their social media channels. Interesting. And if you live in Sweden, the listeners, they have probably seen you in um, in the morning shows in the television where you share trends and advice on social media and digital marketing as well. Exactly. It feels better when you say it. <laughs> but um, yeah, exactly. Um, I do a lot of media appearances as well, uh, which is really fun, of course. And I'm totally obsessed with, you know, following the social media news and trends. So that's why I, you know, I'm a lot in television and radio and doing pods as well, uh, which I love. And this is what I really, you know, my passion. So 
That's amazing. Yeah. Great to have you on the podcast. Thank you. And we're so curious to hear about how social media has changed in our lives the recent years or even the recent year. You mentioned that you started to uh, to work on your own in the beginning of last year. So what has happened since then in the social media landscape? I would say 2019 uh, was a lot about social detoxing. This was all over the world, uh, news, and people wrote books about this. Uh, and we started to question, you know, our time spent on screens. Is yeah. it good for us? Is it bad? Uh, does it, you know, affect our psychological, you know, health, feelings, yeah. health? Yeah, exactly, mental health. And uh, what then happened was um, Corona came along which of course affected the whole world. Uh, for the first time, we saw something that was, you know, <laughs> of course uniting us, but also something that was causing a lot of problems. And all of a sudden we couldn't see our, you know, parents, our relatives, mm -hmm. our friends, we couldn't go to work. Uh, and of course, we have to turn back or go back to our phones um, because that's where we actually can spend time with our friends without yeah. seeing them in real life. So I would say that 2020 uh, was a lot more about, you know, of course, physical distance, but we got closer socially uh, mm. thanks to our screens. And of course, a lot of elder people that we saw here in Sweden, actually, and I would say all over the world um, started growing on social media uh, Uh, it's the age from 17 up to, yeah, let's say 90 that actually uh, increased in social media. And they are the ones who benefited a lot from, you know, having these accounts and to spend more time with with relatives and talking with them on mm. FaceTime, etc. And I would say that companies also had to, you know, almost being, become forced to use these channels because... A lot of them were still a bit reluctant to using social media, they didn't really know how to use it, and this really forced them to just get along. Definitely. And uh, I would say that uh, influencer marketing especially uh, has grown a lot with this because we want to see, you know, um, uh, real people with real emotions talk about things because we don't have this... Uh, Uh, you know, relationship with our friends anymore that we don't see them. So we want to turn to our screens to see real people that we like and want to follow. And that's how we want to see commercials from now on. Yeah, it's the new normal, as everyone says this year. I think it's one of the most used expressions that we've heard in recent time. And I think it's very interesting that you mentioned the social detoxing uh, part that everyone talked about uh, a couple of years ago and quite recently. And also that social media has endured quite a lot of criticism, as you say, for being bad for your mental health, etc. So it's it's a revenge, I would say, this year that we can actually be more social than ever, but in new forms on the social platforms rather than meeting in real life. Yeah, and that's exactly what I'm trying to say. Like. We've seen social media get a lot of, you know, <laughs> bad feedback in public. Uh, but now social media has more become like our friend and something that we turn to to see, you know, to get comfort, to get entertained, to get information, to stay in touch with people, yeah. which was basically the um, purpose with social media when they started 10, 15 years ago to just stay in touch with people. Yeah. Uh, so I would say that when I looked at, you know, recent studies that the, it shows that actually we have a much more positive view on social media than we did through 2019, thanks to or because of uh, COVID. Yeah. It helps us to stay in touch with the people we love and still get entertained and get inspiration. Mm. And of course, fly from reality. So true. 
So it's much about back to basics. Um, and you mentioned a couple of reasons, but what would you say are the main big reasons why we consumers turn to social media platforms today? So we turn to social media a lot to, you know, of course, still get provided with information because uh, a lot of the uh, other media channels like the traditional ones, TV or uh, the, the, you know, papers are, of course, slower than social media. So we want to get stay up to date all the time. Uh, and we, of course, want to get inspiration and um, stay entertained. I would say entertainment has been the, uh, the most used word this year to, you know, most best describe social media that ha- in a way that it has helped people because we turn to TikTok and Instagram and Snapchat and we see people dancing and singing and creating recipes that we want to try and so that's been you know a lot helpful for many people and we might of course I'm not sure we will see as much of that after hopefully this virus is um, who knows? gone <laughs> who knows uh, but I would say that it has changed a lot in how we create content and I would say that social media also gives us everyone a voice um, we have had much more time to spend on social media as well and uh, we've you know decreased our time spent on social media much more than previous years um, and I would say that is because Of course, we have more time, but also when we look at, we might want to buy new things. Uh, And I just watched a recent study, uh, one more study actually, that says that we are much keen on researching products uh, more than ever right now. So that's what we do. So we compare, of course, price, uh, but Mm. mostly look at the company's values. Um, So that's something that we really need to, you know, focus on from 2021 and forward. So companies have to, you know, look at their values. Do we even show our values somewhere? Do we have values? And is it sustainability? Is it equality? Is it inclusivity? Uh, Because that, you know, is a really big part when choosing a brand uh, for most of, you know, people, especially millennials or Generation Z. Yeah. And that's the biggest group of consumers uh, today and definitely in the future, for sure. If we would summarize the biggest shifts that we can see on the social platforms this year, you were tapping into um, social shopping and that that's opening up for new possibilities on the social platforms. What are the other big things that are happening now and that brands really need to take into consideration when they design their social strategy? I would say that... uh there are plenty of things. Uh, one of them is to really create a great uh, community management strategy, uh, which means that you have to have real dialogues with your followers. Because when you don't have people going to your store uh, or you know having that contact or level of service that they usually get, you need to get it somewhere else, which is in social media. Because this is where they go to to find, of course, inspiration, but still ask for products, etc. So you need to really be there and not only answer or liking the comments, but actually create a real relationship with your followers because they are the ones that you need to have the long, this, uh, long relationship with. And an ongoing, of course. So I would say that really, really uh, focus on have a real strategy for how you actually reply on comments. Is it to, you know, create more sales? Because that is possible. You have to see everything that you do on social media, every comment, every like, that's also advertising for you. So that's also a marketing strategy. So 
please have that in mind when you, you know, create content. It's not only creating the content and then, you know, push uh, publish. You still have to. It's after you push, you know, yeah, you know, and create publish. interaction and have a dialogue rather than only pushing out your message. Exactly, because that can lead to so much more. Uh, and I would also say that to try uh, live. Uh, Instagram Live because we've seen a huge grow in that uh, since COVID-19. Of course, that's not a new feature, but it's something that we really, really did and tried in uh, 2020 and actually with great uh, results, especially when it was together with a brand or an influencer um, because you cannot come much closer to a person than a live. Mm -hmm. And when I talk about authenticity and transparency, when you do a live, there is no possibility to actually redo something or re-say something or put a nice filter on it. You have no. to. It's so close to reality. Yeah. And people love that. Uh, so I would say uh, focus on community management and uh, try uh, Instagram live. And also, of course, as you mentioned, uh, social e-commerce is growing uh, a lot and is also something that these huge platforms like Facebook uh, are focusing to develop all the time. So I would say to keep up with the uh, trends and just try it. I agree. And what would you say would be the risk if if a company doesn't do this 2021? I would say that they will be left behind. <laughs> Simple as that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm... Yeah, I might sound harsh, but the, the brands that actually did succeed to still keep growing during these hard times were the ones who actually were digital from the beginning and knew how to, you know, just keep going. They didn't have to adjust to new things. They just, you know, stick to their plans and uh, went, just went to the next level. Uh, mm. So I would say that's uh, really important. If you want to succeed, you have to pay respect to the um to the times that we are in, uh, or else you will be left behind. Yeah, and also where your target group is. And as you mentioned, what type of content do they have and what's meaningful for them right now in the state they are in? Yeah, you always have to be relevant. And as also, as, as we mentioned before, the uh, you know target group 70 and older is also uh, a new group for us yeah. that we haven't really talked to in social media before, where we can, you know, of course find a lot of engagement but also money yeah (laughs) so it's a huge possibility to sell to a whole new uh, target group yeah and another content format that i know you've talked about as well is nostalgic content and i can imagine this that this target group is extra into that looking back at better times yeah, I'm glad that you mentioned it because nostalgia marketing is one of my favorite types of marketing. It's not it's not something new, but also something that really uh, went huge uh, 2020 because all we searched for was, you know, uh, comfort in the good old times where we could hug each other and go yeah. for dinner and have fun and dance and mm-hmm. all of those things. And I wouldn't say it's only the uh, the older people also, like myself, I'm 35, when I see a commercial for something that was trending when I was a child and my mother and father didn't give to me, I want to buy it now because I'm like, I have to get it now. So a I, room like, full of Barbies. Exactly, Barbies, My Little Ponies. Um, yeah, exactly. But also like Nike does with um, reproducing some of their old shoes that, you know, yeah. when we were kids, we really wanted them, but they were too expensive. But yeah. now we can buy them ourselves. And yeah. so I would say it's not only for those kind of brands. It's also when you look at a, 
uh, a city where, who does you know commercial for their hometown or something, and then they show old pictures from the 80s and 90s of how their square used to look like. Mm. Uh, so that's yeah. you know a great type of uh, content for almost everyone, I would say. Definitely, I saw Spotify doing a similar thing as well with with music. And I'm born in the 90s, so I definitely checked those playlists out. Mm. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> we have got some great insights into what role social media plays for us today compared to previously. But what do you think about the future? Just short about after this new normality. I would say that brands need to look at how maybe influencers are communicating or just regular people you know being more uh, showing more personality actually you can't just be a brand anymore you have to have a personality you have to be transparent you have to as i mentioned before show your values and stick to them because that is so important when you try to stand out because when people are researching for product you have to be the one who stands out with something more than a good price or a good product because Many other have the same thing, you know. And hopefully um, brands realize that social media is here to stay. And I don't want to say thanks to COVID, but because of COVID that, you know, brands that have been forced to use social media just keep doing it and keep developing and trying to stay up to trends. It's hard to say exactly what's going to be a huge trend because, yeah, as we've seen, we never know what's going to happen. But, I mean, social media will not disappear in the first time away. So... No, and I agree. It's the difficult times that makes mm. us have to take a step back, reflect, mm. and come up with new ideas and solutions. Mm. And also in this case, yeah. thank you so much, Hanau, for visiting the podcast and sharing your insights and thoughts on the role of social media. Thank you. It's been great to be here. So fun. And speaking of social media, where can the listeners find you if they want to hear more and follow you? Um, I post actually a lot of trends on my LinkedIn, and it's my name, Hanau Rashid. Uh, I hope it makes sense. <laughs> it's spelled somewhere. And then I actually yeah. have a interior design account on Instagram where I try oh, wow. a lot of my trends. It's called Let the Girl Go Home. Nice. I will check it out. And thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And we'll be back next week with a brand new episode. 